Lords Rowena Dooley asking Sol citizens to report for duty. And greetings, greetings, welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are happy to have you guys back with us for another week of fun-filled conversation about Star Citizen. And I am joined by my buddy, longtime friend, and the oldest backer amongst us, the man himself, Unique. How are you, man? <laughs> oh, we don't have audio. We lost your audio. He means oldest in... The game time is not at the actual age. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. How you been, man? Been pretty good. How about yourself? Good, good. I see you've been getting in a little bit of time uh, before 318 gets here in the game, huh, recently? Yeah, I've been, uh, got a new laptop. It's got a 3070 uh, oh. GPU in it, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm trying to make it. So my mobile mission, nice. my mobile device, I've been slowly getting peripherals plugged into it okay. and uh configured and i just got the toby i configured ah, into it and okay. it's everything that's going to be plugged into it is in it now and it's working fine nice nice toby eye tracker I, you know it's a shame i started using mine and then i did a reconfig on my system and took it took it down <clears throat> put it back in and never went back and reinstalled it so i need to get back to using it because i actually was just getting used to using it and then i stopped you know what i mean so now i need to go back and get used to using the thing again but I do like it a lot. I actually do like it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, too many peripherals though. God, I got so many peripherals. Um, hey, listen, uh, for you guys, thank you guys for being here tonight with me and Unique. We're waiting on Cal Roddy. He probably got tied up with something, so he may drop in. But if not, Unique and I, I know we will hold it down with some good conversation. And I'm sure you guys will be helping us out in the chat. <clears throat> Today's title uh, for the show is Stop the Steal. Very popular phrase, Unique, something that we've heard very much in the, uh, in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> stop the steal so i thought well what a what a phrase of inspiration right particularly because um when the cutlass steel came out which was for those of you who kind of knew that was the commercial we just watched there was a lot of controversy about it you know most of the cutlasses the cutlass black cutlass red cutlass blue i think their price ranges from 100 to like 130 to like 170 something like that right and when we heard about the steel, everybody was kind of like, oh, Thrakazog, thank you, Thrakazog. Thank you, thank you for that sub, thank you. Um, when the steel came out, everybody was just kind of figured it was gonna fall somewhere, you know, in that price range, right? For a Cutlass, right, a Drake. And then the thing came out and it was like, oh, this is $220. <laughs> people were like, what? You know, uh, Pops in Space, thank you for that gift sub as well. Thank you guys for giving out those gift subs. 
we do appreciate you guys for that. Hey, thanks um, for the subscription. So I don't know. I mean, have you ever? I let me let me give a full disclosure here because we're gonna before we get into the cutlass deal. Have you ever been on one? Because I decided to revisit one this afternoon, and I had some observations when we get into it in a couple of minutes. But have you ever been on a cutlass deal? Uh, yeah, I actually own one. Um, oh, I think it, okay. when it came out, I was all over it. So, okay, okay, yeah, I okay. It a lot. Oh, then I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it then, because you're the second person today who told me that they were pretty excited about that particular ship. And we have our other gentleman here. He's here. Let's punch him in the screen. <laughs> Cal Roddy is here. Let's get him in. We're going to be doing some technical stuff here, but he is here. How you doing, buddy? Hey, beautiful people. I am good. I am happy to good, be here. Sorry good. to be late, but right. I am ready to discuss. That's right. Your fans love you. They'll forgive you. It's not a problem, you know? <laughs> um, Cal Roddy, we opened up with the uh, Cutlass Steel commercial. You know, we're going to talk about it in a couple of seconds, but do you own a Cutlass Steel or you ever flown a Cutlass Steel? You ever been in a Cutlass Steel? Because it had a lot of controversy when it first came out, so yeah a lot a lot a lot <laughs> and i have flown one okay. i have you know i have tested it and it has potential it has potential as a drop ship but okay you know like some things in in star citizen uh it's a bit of a cart before the horse situation where okay um i would say personally wait wait, wait. Um, hold it's there. hold it we're gonna talk about it okay. i just want to know whether okay. you got one we're gonna talk about it in a minute okay, okay. <laughs> before we jump into it because i'm sure it's gonna be a good conversation let me say this first um oh lefty thank you wow for subscribing for 21 months you get the whammer for that man hey, thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um as you guys know during the month of december we are doing a charity fundraiser uh for lauren bryant who is the daughter of uh some not lauren bryant jennifer bryant uh who is the daughter of Lisiana noir who's a content creator for us for uh, star citizen uh one of the earlier content creators african-american female really cool person down-to-earth person coolest voice in the world for doing videos and uh real quick we're going to show you guys those of you who may not know who Lisiana is we're going to show you a video of her if you've seen this video before just bear with us it's only about a minute long minute and a half long but we do want people to know who this person is that we're contributing to and why we feel that we want to raise some money to help her and her family out uh, in this time of need, especially during the holidays. So let's take a quick look at the video. Oh, Mentalic Mutant. Thank you. Thank you for the Prime subscribe. We appreciate that. Here we go. Whoops, that's the wrong button. Got to push the right one. Where's the button at? There, here we go. That's the wrong button too. Back here. I can't get my buttons together, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> here we go. Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of Citizen Spotlight, where we get to talk to some of the amazing content creators within the Star Citizen community. Joining me this week is YouTuber Alisiana. Hey Alisiana, thank you for joining me today. Hi Tyler, thank you for having me. You've had a gaming blog for over a decade. Why did you start making Star Citizen videos? Well, I've been gaming, primarily doing MMOs for a really long time, and I always blog about my adventures. And so I started including pictures of Star Citizen, but the scope and fidelity is really just hard to explain, I think, in words and to be captured in a still photograph. So I wanted people to really understand what I was experiencing this early in the game's development life cycle. So I wanted to include video. Can you tell the viewers what kind of content people can expect to see on your YouTube page? I primarily do two shows. One is Casual Citizen, which is ship reviews, game mechanics, talks about the content that's currently in the alpha or what's upcoming. And then I do something a little quirkier called the Star Citizen Night Bus, 
which is a lot of op-ed lore, and I've recently started doing some fan fiction set in the Star Citizen universe. I'm looking forward to future episodes. One last question before we go. What is your favorite ship so far? It's going to be the ship I purchased last, which was the 890 Jump. That's an excellent choice. Thanks again for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you for having me. That's all for Citizen Spotlight. Let's see what's going on this week in Star Citizen. Okay, so that's the video uh, of Aliciana. Uh, I don't know, Calrati, if you noticed that when they were showing some of her video from her videos, it said uh, 2.8. That was the update back then. <laughs> so a while back, you know, before 3.0. Yeah. Where's 2.8, I wonder? Yeah, that was before the 3.0 days, boy, I tell you. Uh, but listen, uh, folks, we do want you guys to know that what we're doing is raising money. Uh, I got some really good news about where we are so far from last week. Uh, but we do want to kind of focus in on this uh, GoFundMe that's been created for her daughter, Jennifer. So I want to show you guys that real quick, and then we're going to come back and get into the show. Um, Jennifer Bryant, those are her two uh, children there. Uh, again, she's suffering from a very, it's a rare disease. You can go to the GoFundMe page and find the details there. Uh, but we do want to be able to help them out. They had this GoFundMe posted last year. Uh, they were trying to raise $5,000. Uh, throughout the year, they had only raised about $3,800. Uh, last week, we picked it up at that number asked you guys to give, and you guys have already raised that number from $3,800 up to $4,300 and some change. So you guys have already raised $500 just within one week, which is amazing. So thank you guys for that. Uh, what we also did was to give some incentive. We also created uh, these mugs that you see, and I'm gonna talk about these mugs a little bit later, but these mugs that you see uh, that have quotes from all of the team members here among us, uh, and uh, we really wanted to have this come out as a highlight as well uh, for you all uh, as a way of saying thank you. Uh, these are purchased through the, um, what is it called? Streamlabs merch store. Anything we bring in this month, whether it's mugs or any of the other items, t-shirts, whatever else we have on there, any money that comes in through the month of December, we are gonna contribute all of that money directly to uh, the Jennifer Bryant GoFundMe. Uh, so if you want some type of memorabilia from us, hey, there they are. Uh, Calrati, did you see your mug up there? I think, where is yours? I see it. I see it. Yeah, what does yours say? Happy. It says, let me, let me open it nice and wide. Oh. The Pyro Player. Yeah, the Pyro Player. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Unique, Unique's is up there too. Uh, I'm back for Squadron 42. <laughs> Buy my mug. Buy my mug. Buy my mug. That's it. Okay. Uh, see, we've already had some people who've written, who actually, who've already purchased some of these. Some people have bought two or three. Um, I, we've got a great picture from Pops and Fist that I'm going to show you guys later. They sent a photo of theirs. They said they got theirs within like two or three days that they got the delivery really, really fast. So evidently, uh, Streamless merch store is on it. So thank you guys, those of you who have already given through this way. But again, if you just want to go directly to the GoFundMe, uh, guys, check it out. There's the barcode. We're going to be having it up throughout the show. Uh, so you guys can check on that. There's also going to be a link in the chat. So, you know, feel free to utilize that as well. Uh, as we get into these topics of the show. So thank you guys again so, so much for what you guys have already done. This is, I know we're going to hit our target. Now, I got to go my, give my buddy Unique some credit here. Cal Roddy, we got to punch you in again because we didn't have you on this page. I didn't even have Unique on this page. Oh my God. I, you know what? I'm slipping. You know what? This is why. It's taking me for granted. This is why we are going on vacation next week, okay? Because. <laughs> I'm yeah, this is the wind down, guys. I'm getting this tired. is just the wind down. I'm getting tired. That's why we're going on vacation because Griff is getting tired. Um, let me get my guys in here. I am so sorry, gentlemen. I don't know where my brain was at when I did this. Um, 
Okay, let's talk about this thing with the stop the steal. Oh, there's the amount raised. You guys can see the amount raised, okay? What does that say? $4,342. So yeah, we are getting close to reaching that goal of 5,000. Now, I was gonna give some credit to my good friend, Unique over here, because this week he and I were talking, we were getting ready for the show. And he said, Griff, why don't we do something in particular to give some even more incentive to get folks to wanna give? So with his great idea, I happened to go look around and see what we had laying around in the old ye old hangar. And we have an Anvil Valkyrie laying around that we yeah. want to do a giveaway for. Since we're doing the whole dropship theme today, we're going to give away a Valkyrie. If we reach $5,000, that's the deal. $5,000, we give away a Valkyrie. $375 ship. Let's get it, guys. Let's do it. Let's make those numbers get to 5000 okay? If we get to that 5000 we're going to do that. And if we hit 5000 if we get 6000 we're going to give away an even bigger ship than that. So that's all I'm going to say right now. But for now... Valkyrie, those of you all who into the whole dropship support thing, if you're interested, uh, hey, let some people know too about this fundraiser, gang. Tell some people to come over, send them the link, okay? Because we really do want to be able to help out Eliciana's family. And I know we can reach $5,000 with no problem. If we did 500 last week, I know we can do 650 this week and we can hit that target and boom, we're there, okay? <sighs> all right, so let's uh, jump into this. The Cutlass Steel, okay? We were just talking about it. Let me change my pictures here, y'all, because I got to get my screens together. I got a million pictures here, okay? Uh, we talked about this video earlier. Um, let me tell you what... Okay, now let me go back. Unique, you were uh, talking about this ship earlier. You said you did purchase it when it came out, right? Yes, okay, I did purchase okay, it. Okay, let me ask you this. Was there something in particular? Were you finishing off your Cutlass collection? Something about the video that caught your eye? What made you decide? Because a lot of people didn't want to go for the ship. So... You know, being a old guy, as you put it, um, I witnessed my father being in Vietnam and, uh, mm. you know, a lot of the footage and stuff that came out of there, one of the big uh, things to help defend the ground troop and stuff was a flying aircraft gun that they, they nicknamed Puff the Magic Dragon. And it just had multiple 50 cows and just rained down hot lead on mm. an area of a football field and just decimated the thing. And that's what it reminded me of. I don't know why people are calling it a dropship because the only thing that's dropping is hot land all the time. And that's what I got it for. I think it's a gunship. Okay. Okay. Great. Cal Roddy, what are your thoughts on the steel? It's an interesting one. So firstly, I, I had to say, you know, credits off to the, um, to the makers of the video, because that was the first thing that, that impressed me when it actually came out. Mm -hmm. um, when I actually started testing it, I definitely saw that it has potential, um, both as a dropship and as a ship with a lot of guns with, you know, actually bringing in that support. Um, especially with, when it comes to certain missions and such, mm -hmm. uh, for example, the, um, that dare electric claimer mission, I can definitely see, you know, them replacing the, the cutlass black with um, a cutlass steel and actually raining down some really nice support there mm -hmm. along with some other uh, missions even currently that can complement it so it has potential mm -hmm. but you know once again it's it may be one of those things that requires some additional work not just you know not necessarily for the ship but for the environment at which it will have that potential for yeah so yeah that's that's my view on it yeah my two cents is this when it came out i was disappointed because it said it was the steel and blah, blah, blah. But then I looked at the stats on it and I'm like, uh, this thing seems like a flying death trap, right? But then what resonated with me was the names. Like CIG usually when they come up with a name, it has some meaning, you know, except for when it's the Odyssey, right? They come up with something, it means something, okay? And as you all know, those of you who are watching know, 
armor is not in the game yet. That is one of the things that we don't have. Not not like the armor at the levels of where it's supposed to be. Let me put it that way. Ships have hit points. That's about it. And we know that CIG said they're going to work on armor. My concern about this ship had more to do with the fact that if you have a complement of like 18 people, if I'm not mistaken, on this ship, something like that, that's a lot of people uh, that that obviously, if you lose them, that's a lot of folks to lose, especially with the whole death of the sales salesman, God, death of the spaceman uh, thing that's going to be built into the game, right? Uh, it, 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 you know, if I have all you guys on my ship, you lose your life, and maybe this is your second or third time dying. Maybe this time you're gone for good, right? And now you you've lost your everything, right? Yeah, I mean, it sucks. So, what I said was this. First of all, the price point was the issue. Unique and I were talking about the difference in the price point when it first came out, right? A lot of people kind of raised their eyebrow, 220 bucks for the ship, and people saw it as a death trap. But the other side of the coin was that if they armor this thing out, where this thing can take punishment, you know, it can really take some some lead being shot at from the ground, you know, whatever the case may be. It's agility, it's speed, it's profile, you know, a small, um, uh, a small footprint. It would be great. As long as it can take the damage, get the people in safely, get out safely, then to me, the value of the ship increases. Now, when I mean increases, I mean more than the hundred dollar to two hundred mark. I can kind of almost justify it. But then today, I took, I, I looked at my 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 hanger and I saw I had one, and I was like, I forget why I got it. some ship I got that I got it for, and I went down and looked at it for the show today. That thing has like freaking eleven guns on the outside of it. I mean, it, I mean, it has there's two in each door, side door. There's like six controlled by the pilot. There's a rear turret and the rear one on the, you know, on the ground, the one that swings out. And I said to myself, like to what Unique was saying, this thing will rain down lead like crazy with the right people who coordinate it and know what they're doing. And if you price that to the Valkyrie, which is $375, right? It holds just a couple more people. Well, not a couple more. That was like maybe four more people than this ship does, right? But at 220 versus 375 for a drop ship that gets in fast, maneuverable, assuming that steel means something, that it is well armored and they can take punishment going in, then just maybe, 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 maybe that $200 price tag is justified. And I hope you guys, especially Unique, he's got it. I was talking with Reload today. He was excited about it. Same thing. He said he saw the, the trailer and he just, boom, he, he had to get it. And I think that's the thing about it. I think people are basing the purchase on the ship on how the game plays now, as you mentioned, Cal Roddy, versus how it's going to be later on. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, I, I just really want to you know, plug this in and, and you know add to that because when it comes to the time to act, well, time to exit, um, compared to the Valkyrie, you, you know, the seats are right there. You can mm-hmm. just, you know, get up, jump out, and do your stuff. Mm-hmm. In, in hot and really messy situations, that's going to make a whole lot of a difference uh, compared to say the Valkyrie or even the Prowler, mm-hmm. I mean the Prowler has its, its, its similarities to that. But mm-hmm. with regards to the amount of exits and the amount, with the, the amount of firepower mm-hmm. that the steel has, it creates an edge and may not have as much armor even when armor comes in. But that that whole combination mm-hmm. is why it definitely has that kind of potential. And, and I think when the game flourishes more, we may see once CIG actually puts the work in to divert enough resources to complement the potential of that ship mm-hmm. we may see some we may see you know more players using it as a potential dropship and the gunship all in one to provide that kind of support both man and firepower wise yeah 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 so 
you know, I hear people say the nickname, oh, it's a death trap, but here's what I know. It can only be exploded if somebody's shooting at you. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of this ship is you don't give them the chance to shoot at you. As soon as you're on target, you, there's nothing but lead flying around and just like a cloud of bullets. I mm-hmm. mean, they're, they're not supposed to, they're supposed to be ducking it. If you're not keeping them, their heads down so your troops can get off the ship, you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the other thing too, like you mentioned about the trailer, unique that, that if you notice, it wasn't just one ship coming in. Right, there were like three or four of these suckers coming in. Right, I mean that's a lot of firepower rolling in. Now, true enough, somebody might be out there with a doggone rail gun or something like that, try to hit you. And again, I think that you should be able to get a rail gun and sustain it, and and not a problem. You know, I think that they should build this ship up where if you want to take, first of all, it's fast. You know, and Valkyrie can take a good amount of punishment now without armor. But I'm saying if this thing's got good armor and shielding, it should be able to take some hits. Good pilot who knows how to fly, get in fast. Get the folks out. The fact that, to your point, Calrati, the the side doors and rear door, there's multiple exits out of this thing for a lot of troops to get out really quick. I think it has a lot of potential, and I, it is it has changed my mind a lot about this ship. It, it, as long as that armor steps up, if it gets where it can protect the occupants, then to me it's justified at that price of two twenty. And I didn't think it was in the beginning, but after I've taken another assessment of it, I think it, I think it would be pretty cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think in the long run, you're going to see it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on. Once again, guys, we're talking about these ships. We're not really getting into the ships per se as much as their use. That's what we really want to talk about is what is their use. And and, and obviously, this is troops, right? We're not talking about equipment or anything like that, but we are talking about getting personnel into a certain scenario. And I think the commercial definitely reflected that. Okay. All right, let's go on to our next ship here, which is... Now, this is a throwback. I want to get you guys feedback on this one. The Caterpillar. Now, I want to talk about this from the aspect of the dropship side of it more than anything, okay? Uh, we know that this ship, and we're going to be doing a show in January, I think on January or February on modularity because obviously that's resurging with CIG and we want to talk about it. But this ship does have, as you guys know, the command module, right? They call it the command module. And obviously this could be used to detach from the ship if necessary, when necessary. Uh, and so there's, there is that dropship side of this, but then I want to go into the next part of it, which is what people used to say back in the day about the ship. When the Caterpillar first came out, at least in test Cal Roddy, I know Unique has heard this before, but everybody was talking about how they're going to load up a bunch of dragonflies on this thing. Right. And that was going to be the way they, whether it was in space piracy or ground or whatever. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, you first on this one, Cal Roddy. Uh, what are your thoughts about this as far as a drop ship? And it doesn't have to be, it could be personnel, equipment, whatever. Is it? Is it really a drop ship? I mean, can it be used? I mean, you can use stuff for anything. But do you think that this could function as a drop ship? It could, you know, um, you know, really quickly uh, to just take uh, what Yogi had said, you know, where on, in, you know, last week's SCL, where they're trying to, for example, kind of linearize or strengthen the line of racing ships away from their use as fighters, even though they may actually do that and, and balance ships to actually fit a certain role. I think players will always find some kind of use case um, and effectiveness um, to using the ship outside of this role. And the Caterpillar as a potential dropship, I think, um, may actually have that kind of use case. Um, I remember when players were, you know, putting their dragonflies in and when the, um, the physics grid was really messy and there were a whole bunch of practice videos about people just blowing up every single time they tried to transition from the Caterpillars outside. But you saw that kind of potential there. 
and uh, yeah i can definitely agree that the caterpillar has that kind of um once again i'm going to reuse the word again potential because um a lot of these ships while they you know the caterpillar we know is a trading is a cargo vessel um it does have that room um it may not function mainly as that kind of ship but i can definitely see players making use of it in those kinds of scenarios in those kinds of scenarios I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're killing me. All right, so the Caterpillar came out, I bought it, I flew it, and then I dropped it out of my inventory. That's the only thing I can see that's useful for that ship. Okay, okay. It, uh, the flying off center, like cockpits are made to be in the center of the ship that you. Uh, that just offset like flying thing, the asymmetrical flying is ridiculous. Um, it is definitely a cargo ship, you know, and I know they came out with the whole idea of the modular, and this is the one thing, though, right? It came out, it was created in the mind during the time frame where modular ships were a big thing, you know, the retaliator uh, style thing, and this was like the cargo retaliator style ship. And then they figured out they couldn't do it. And so there's no gameplay around this. There's no use for it, and it's mainly a cargo thing. And we got plenty of cargo ships. This thing's absolutely not needed, and people are just trying to figure out creative ways to use it. I don't think Dragonfly Warriors is a thing. Okay. Now you know they are. I mean, they are doing modules for this ship, right? They are. Going oh to yeah. Be, you know they they are. Yeah. But yeah. You I mean, know. In the gameplay now, it's basically a cargo ship, and that's it. So, so the idea, you think there are better ships if you want to do drop ships than, than this particular one then? I think you just saw one. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. That's fair. Um, let's see. I think I got, do I have another picture for this? I think I do. Oh, no, that was it. Just that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Yes, that was it. Okay. Just that. All right. So the Caterpillar, um, and again, to your point, Unique, back in the day, this was like the only ship that we had that. I know sometimes in sometimes in gameplay we mm, I don't want to say it's the wrong way because people are being imaginative, but sometimes we're also make ships to operate outside of design because we don't have the real thing in the game. If that makes any sense, right? We Let don't the have fly. They're filling they're filling a void. Yeah, we're at filling the, the void. You, right, you, at the time. Warp right. it into the void. Right. But and you used to hear about the caterpillar. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Warp it into the void now. Yeah, today, right. Really? Back in the day, people that's all people talked about was the caterpillar, and now it's more the C2 or the something else, right? We don't hear people talking about it as much. I am curious about it. Like I said, from a modularity standpoint, I am curious about it. From a dropship standpoint, at this stage in the game, to the unique point, there are a lot of other ships that might do it better. You might do it because it's just fun to do, but is it practical? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen completely with those elevators, with the doors yet, uh, delivery, things getting on and off the ship quickly. You know, at one point, people were thinking that those ramp doors were going to slant down and that they'd be able to drop vehicles out quickly, but then they said, no, it's an elevator that goes down. I mean, it's all types of stuff I've heard about these doors. I don't know what's going to happen with that ship. But anyway, that's the Caterpillar. Okay, we're going to move on. All right, that. and there's no dropship with mm -hmm. a bunch of troops coming off of it that doesn't have guns to protect its ingress mm -hmm. and egress, mm -hmm. right? Okay. I mean, you see you see the Cutlass coming in. That's mm -hmm. what a dropship's supposed to do, as well as the Valkyrie style like that. Okay. You send the ship in there, unless it's got four times the armor where it doesn't need mm -hmm. guns to defend itself. So you almost get more of a saving Private Ryan. The doors drop down, and everybody just gets mowed down um, exactly. <laughs> without anything being there, right? No chance. Okay, okay. All right, let's go on to the next one then. Uh, this is changing from 
of ships to vehicles now for drops for bringing in personnel or equipment and most of the time we've looked at these as personnel but there is an aspect of bringing in equipment on some of these vehicles um this one was introduced last year the spartan uh this year whenever it was last year uh the spartan was introduced and you know before we had the uh ballista which was the missile launcher one then we had the centurion which is the one with the laser guns on it but this one is definitely an armored personnel carrier right apc type of thing uh unique uh the spartan a lot of people have been using this recently when they've been doing like the bunker missions they'll you know land outside the zone they'll load up in one of these and they and they drive in they're able to bring in a troop you know eight i think it's six is eight people i think it is for the seating in these i don't even remember what the spartan seating is somebody in chat might remember what it is um jade says now they're useful uh, I know the guys at Tesla have been driving them around. Lefty's been using them. Uh, Unique, anything you thoughts about the Spartan? No, I think it's right on the money. I mean, uh, you do need personnel carriers for, you know, um, when you're trying to approach mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like a bunker mm-hmm. uh, versus, you know, because the bunker's stationary. So mobility gives you an advantage. It can carry higher powered weapons. That gives you an advantage because anybody protecting the bunkers will basically... Uh, have fixed things set up around it, mm-hmm. you know, that can be taken out and you you get your air support too. So if you're going to them, you get your air support and you get to protect your troops as you're getting them closer to the objective that you're going to storm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Got ready? Yeah, I can definitely see, um, you know, the Spartan becoming a lot more effective, especially in situations where there's a lot of um, uh, aerial fire or AA fire. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you can imagine yourself in a scenario where you're approaching a bunker or even a very large underground facility and, you know, not just may, may there be stationary turrets, but there could also be similar enemy Spartans or enemy Centurions la- laying around and they're, you know, roaming the area when we have more <clears throat> NPCs roaming the surface, mm-hmm. you know, both on ground and in vehicles. So you will need some kind of vehicle to transport your troops from point A into that battlefield without actually getting mowed down mm. um, by those mobile turrets um, in the Centurion and, and and otherwise. So I can definitely see some uh, some very effective use for the ship, mm. both now, but especially in the future. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I like the Spartan a lot. Um, I'm curious to see when, um, I have been seeing, like recently, Tesla's been really doing a lot of using this vehicle and coordinating, uh, going in and doing missions. And I would love to start seeing players begin to use ships like this, or vehicles like this, just in general, and using them, um, you know, beyond just uh, uh, PVE. But that we'll start seeing people actually setting up, you know, we're gonna hold down a bunker, you know, this is where we're gonna reside at today. This is where we're gonna be. We're gonna be at this particular bunker, right? And, you know, players go there and literally try to take a bunker back from someplace and using all available stuff that's there, I think would be very cool. Um, this is one thing I thought was funny in the video, the gun on top, the turret, uh, the guy standing on top is not being careful when he's standing up there and he gets shot by his own people. Um, but, uh, you know, is that turret powerful enough to take out a turret when you go to a, a base? I don't know. Is the turret on the vehicle powerful enough to take out one of those laser cannons? I think it's size two. Maybe someone in the lefty chat. Says can... yes. Yeah, lefty says yes. Can, okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Because I, I never hear anybody using it. Well, I hadn't heard anybody say anything about it, but I guess it is. Yeah. You can put a better gun on it too. Okay, Jake. I didn't know that. Okay. 
All right. So yeah, the Spartan is interesting. Um, definitely. Uh, I think it carries eight. Is it eight or six? Does anybody know what that is? It looks like eight. I'm sure it's more than six because six would be a Ursa Rover. So it's probably uh, uh, eight people in there. But uh, I think it's a very, very cool vehicle. The Spartan fits on the 890. Okay, Envoy. <laughs> Once again, desecrating my ship. But that, I, I appreciate that number. <laughs> day, Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Let's go on to another ship. Let's take it back up in the air here. Uh, and that's the Legionnaire. Um, this one just came out within the last year, too. We haven't gotten it in game yet. Uh, Calrati, I'm going to go to you first on this one. The Legionnaire is our first boarding ship. Kind of caught us off guard. Yep. We weren't expecting CIG. We've talked about boarding forever, but we didn't know they were going to come up with a ship. Oh, two people. DK Basement, I'm so sorry for not acknowledging you. Thank you so much. Or that's resub. And Django SC, thank you for the prime sub. Appreciate you all. We do appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, give me your <laughs> thoughts about this whole thing of dropship. Um, a lot of people, I, you know, I hear people joke around and say, yeah, all they got to do is throw a grenade in there when the door opens and you'll take everybody out. I mean, uh, it seems kind of obvious, but do you think that's going to be the reality? Uh, do you think CIG has thought about that as well? Yeah, I, I definitely think CIG has thought about those things, especially since they've had um, other ships that can kind of had a, a similar boarding-like um uh, ability like the 890 jump it may be a completely different size but the whole um you know kind of approach to what it is similar to how you know, the 890 jump and other ships um dock on stations it's a you know it's a restrictive area and i'm quite i'm very certain that you know they've been actually been using um, ships like those to kind of simulate okay if they were to apply a legionnaire in this situation would grenades or would grenade launches actually be um, or can be used to kind of, you know, stifle anybody from even entering the ship. Mm -hmm. um, when the ship first came online, though, I was very relieved because the only other ship that we had was the Vandal Cleaver, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and it's been a while since we've, since we've, we've even heard of a ship like that, mm -hmm. of that ship. Uh, so, you know, when the ship actually came online and when it was announced, it was nice to see the human aspect of this kind of boarding uh, capability come online or rather will come online eventually. So it's quite interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing its capabilities and the extent to which we can use it, as well as, uh, like you said, Griff, that whole um, uh, difficulty or ease of entering a ship, uh, especially through that singular point and how effective someone or group of people may actually be in preventing anybody or group of people from boarding that ship through that particular color. Because who knows, it may not actually um, be one single legionnaire. Mm -hmm. um, if like this is actually boarding a larger ship, mm -hmm. it may not be a single legionnaire, it may be a group of them. So mm -hmm. how many people are you know, occupying the ship that's being boarded to be able to fend off against two um, different um, exit points or mm -hmm. entry points, like an 890 jumper, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's how I see it. You know, It may not be one, just one legionnaire. Gotcha, gotcha. Unique, any thoughts on this, the Legionnaire? So I kind of missed the actual announcement when this ship came out, mm -hmm. um, but uh, the more and more I think about it, you know, yeah, uh, like you said, the defense of it, the problem is your ship has a limited set of people, no matter how big it is. Mm -hmm. um, there's an old saying in uh, warfare, quantity has a quality all its own. Mm -hmm. So if you bring in the quantity of these ships, you're going to improve your quality of your taking over other ships. Mm-hmm. You know, I just thought of a fix, guys, for this ship. I don't know why I never thought about this before. 
by the way guys you guys have already put us at 4422 on our fundraiser we are making it thank you guys thank you thank you thank you thank you we're getting there um they could easily do just like we have on the um prowler tavar and shields you could always have uh, a one-way shield yeah so when that thing couples up to a ship there's a actual electronic shield there that keeps you from throwing anything in shooting in whatever the case may be right and the people inside can exit out just like in the prowler you can jump out whatever the case may be that would be a very easy fix makes it much more threatening now of course you got to come out at the right time <laughs> you still making shots as soon as you come through the shield but it does eliminate that whole idea of soon as you board and the door opens somebody just chucks a grenade in there right and blows everybody up in that collar uh which i think would be a great fix so CIG may have already thought of that, but I was just sitting here now. I'm like, wait a minute. They could just put a one-way shield up there, and wow, that fixes that problem. Um, and they actually have in okay. Star Marine. When you spawn, your when you spawn mm -hmm. there, the, the shields are there, and especially when you do um, you know, the team deathmatch, yeah. um, no enemy op opponent can actually shoot through the shield, but actually yeah. you can count. But you guys, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Okay. See, guys, we fix things in Soul Citizens. There you go. That's how they can fix it. All right. Done deal. No big deal. All right. All right, so yeah, this was, I forget what this was priced at, but this was also reasonably priced. Mad Style, hey, for 26 months. Thank you, Mad Style. You get the burger man himself. Thank you for that. Hey, thanks we for the subscription. Um, I forget what the price point on this was, but it wasn't bad. Does anybody remember what this was? $100, whoa. Thank you, Lefty. 100 bucks on the original sale. Wow. So for a support ship, and by the way, this ship also has these jamming capabilities, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Oh, no, hacking. Hacking capabilities are in this ship. So when you want to board a ship, there's going to be some type of way to electronically hack into it. I guess similar to, uh, what was that, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, where they were able to hack in with the code and it dropped the shields. I'm assuming maybe it's going to do something like that. I don't know. It drops the shields and you can get into the ship. I don't know. We'll see. Reload. Probably oh, reload. Hack reload. Unlock the door. Yeah, yeah. To unlock the doors. Yeah, automatically opens mm -hmm. it. Reload. Thank you so much. You get the burger man again hey, too. Thanks for the subscription. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Okay, that's the uh, the uh, what's it called again? The uh, Legionnaire. Legionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> mixed up. Okay, another ship over the last year that came in. Who's that following? Rukow Rukowalski. Thank you for that follow. We appreciate that follow too. Thanks for the follow. Um. Let's go ahead and go to this next ship now. Uh, let's see, Unique, I'm gonna come to you on this one. The Anvil Liberator. The community for quite a while had been asking for this transport uh, ship that could do delivery, right? And this does both delivery of equipment as well as people. And yeah, you know, it, it does aircraft and stuff, but the other thing it does, and they show in the examples, is they have like aircraft on top and tanks on the bottom or other vehicles underneath and personnel. So this is like a really big APC kind of thing. Uh, did you get one? Interested in one? What's the importance in the verse for a ship like this uh, that can move, you know, fighters, vehicles, and people around? Uh, so let's ask the crowd. Did you need to get one of these? <laughs> of course he did. Um, logistics. You need logistics if you're going to fight big uh, battles and things like that mm -hmm. uh, because they, they are longer um you have to keep the front line on the front lines and you have to bring them food you've got to bring them replacement equipment uh, replacement armor medical people ferry 
super wounded people back out. So mm-hmm. this is part of the logistics chain you need it because they're making a whole bunch of things you couldn't get from point A to point B or from planet to planet. Mm-hmm. It's like the ballista where, you know, if you're on planet A, you can't get it to planet B mm-hmm. in time. So, you know, you got to have something that can carry a bunch of this stuff and, and bring a bunch of firepower and or aid. Uh, and so this is a good one. Yeah. Cal Roddy, let me throw a question to you in regards to this, because, you know, we've always seen these images based around, like right now, there's tanks coming off of it, there's ships flying on top of it. Man, could somebody actually, let's let's jump ahead in the future. Servers are now holding 10,000 people, okay? Could this sucker drop with 100 people inside of it? No vehicles and stuff, but a covert operation with 100 personnel, you know, that get dropped at a certain location. One ship, ship, instead of having 10 ships, one ship that sneaks in with 50, 100 people on it. Is that something that this thing could do? Possibly, but, you know, you say that in the future, and and at the same time, I'm also thinking that even well into the future, it it may not be as effective as we say, because if we're counting many, many different elements in the future, when we have 10,000 people in the server, we're also going to have, you know, air, like, Air superiority, um, air superiority. Mm-hmm. So the effectiveness of this being used as a dropship, um, when we have AA turrets, mobile AA turrets, you know, once we have the vehicles that are transporting it to actually you know, carry it, once it's landed, it can have the ability. It has the potential to, to use or to be used as a dropship, but not necessarily as close as we want it to in a battlefield. Right. So, it I can see the potential of it. Well, could, could, we, could, could, this, could, could this shift from that yellow jack? Remember the scenario we talked about about the caterpillar because Unique was talking about yeah. that earlier? What happens yeah. if we load 20 caterpillars on this thing with personnel? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You drop them outside of a yeah. certain distance, yeah. right? Nighttime coming in with this sucker? You know what I'm saying? You drop outside of the zone. Hmm? It will definitely be a force to reckon with, I okay. think. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but like... I'm just, I'm, me, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I'm only mentioning this because no, yeah. I want to focus in on a dropship possibility versus right. being a carrier for ships yeah. and vehicles. That's yeah. the reason why I keep pushing on that a little bit. Yeah, and you make a lot of sense there. It's like every single time I, I think about, you know, these ships being dropships, I, I always think about, okay, currently it's not in production, but when it does and when it's released, um, if it's being used as a dropship, how effective will it be? with regards to other elements being in the game mm-hmm. uh, because even though by default it's, it can be used as a carrier ship when we get armor and when we get all those things will it be able to stand up you know um will the firepower um be able to stand up if it goes in by itself if mm-hmm. anyone's silly enough to go in um you know alone mm-hmm. um potentially who knows um but i can see if we factor all those things out Right. I can see that it can be used as a dropship, both as, you know, to, you know, deliver troops mm-hmm. and vehicles at the same time. So mm-hmm. it, it has that effectiveness, especially as um, something that can possibly drop ships in atmosphere, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. okay. Sure. All right. Interesting. I'm thinking again, I never looked at the ship that way because everything in the marketing has kind of been based around vehicles, you know, ships, aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. But I said, man, what if somebody was to sneak in at nighttime? outside of an area and drop like 10 kilometers out with this thing and unload 20 bikes with 20 people on it. You know, if they're yellow jackets, you can put 40 people on them because you can put front person in the front and back. That's 40 yeah. personnel rolling into some place quietly at night on air bikes. You know what I'm saying? That's a very cool scenario. I test y'all need to get on that. 
But that's a cool scenario <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you know. Yeah, I don't think you drop this like directly into, you know, a hot LZ. Right. But, you know, outside of that, more mm-hmm. logistical, you know, strategic, yeah. you bring a lot of heat on the ground and get positioned to cut off a retreat or, you know, mm-hmm. and get positioned like that. Yeah. Um, get behind them, get in front of them, get on two sides, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. All righty, let's go on. I see you left the already on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go back to one of the ships that we definitely look at is uh, a drop ship in the game, uh, the Anvil Valkyrie. Um, now, this one caught us back. I'll never forget when this came out because nobody knew the Valk was coming out. It, we were sitting at CitizenCon, and all of a sudden, there's this ship that flies underneath the trees, and we know it's something new. And next thing you know, we're like, what the heck is that? And we're like, oh, my God, what is that thing? You know? Um, the Valkyrie, Cal Roddy, give me your thoughts about the Valk, uh, especially since it's been in the game now for a little bit. You don't see these flying around very much, right? And NPCs use more than players, exactly, do. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, what's the deal with this? Is I mean, it's it's the drop ship. I mean, it is the ship, yeah. you know? Give me your thoughts on this one. Ah, uh, it's it's one of those things that you know, um, really made us theory craft, but. The theory crafting didn't really go too far because the the aspect of this or the the realism or the realistic scenario of this being a thing isn't too far fetched from what the game is going or where the game is going and what it can be. You know, um, in terms of the um, the uniqueness and the effectiveness of it being used as a dropship, we have many different areas, many different scenarios, missions, dynamic missions, all those things that where the Valkyrie can definitely be used as a dropship. You know, for example, let's look back on the dynamic events. I think it was Jade who um, asked the question um, uh, with regards to land-based dynamic events. And, you know, just for example, let's take Siege of Orison and plop it on, onto a moon or a planet or so. A ship like this is going to be extremely effective when it comes to, you know, dropping, sh- um, dropping troops close by. It has enough defense. It has enough firepower. Um, and it, it has enough actual, you know, armor when armor comes into the game, of course. And it doesn't have a very large... A signature, mm-hmm. a well cross-sectional, you know, um, mm-hmm. that kind of signature. So, it's I can definitely see the use case and the effectiveness of it being a thing, um, but not just in the future. I'm, I'm sure you know when players um, use, uh, you know, or plan their events. Um, I can't remember the video that was made, but we saw a whole bunch of these flying formation, and it was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. It was a commercial that CIG hosted in their SCL um, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warhead. I can't quite remember, but anyone in chat can correct us on that too. And it was really nice. And once again, it's not too far fetched from it being um, a realistic case. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I don't I've only been a couple times I've been out with people where we actually loaded this thing up. You know what I mean? Where we had like 10, 15 people on it. I would love to see this ship fully manned. You know, twenty people in jump seats, literally in the jump seat areas, ten and ten. Uh, you've got uh, two rail, two guns uh, at both the side doors. You've got remote gunners above that, two more. Plus, you've got the uh, the pilot who has access to a gun. I mean, this thing, when it comes in, it can definitely lay down some firepower. Um, again, I, you know, maybe it's me, but I, I know we've been waiting for, uh, what's the thing called? Uh, theaters of War and stuff like that. But yep. all the tools that are in Theaters of War are in the game, right? I mean, Essentially, yeah. all, the, all the tools are there, you know, we just don't have the scenarios, you know, and I keep hoping that 
our community will start building those scenarios, you know, creating them themselves. We don't have to wait on CIG to create that scenario. You know what I mean? And I know it's difficult because of the bugs and the glitches and everything, but it's so much better now. Some of you guys remember, what was the guy's name who used to put the videos together? He used to play every day. Um, he did the black, he didn't do black vault down. You guys know who I'm talking about. The dude who used to do the battles, the 50 person battles all the time. Rexzilla, thank you. Yeah, Rex, Rex would go out and create those scenarios, man. You know what I mean? And he'd load I'm up fine, people yeah. in there and they would be doing exactly what you see on the screen, you know? And now that was when we had 50 people on the servers. Now we've got 110, 120 people on servers. We could really create some real scenarios, but I think the community has got to start committing themselves and saying, we ain't got to wait on theaters of war. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, we got our own theaters of war right now. So to have these exactly. dropships in the game and they're not being used, and, well, there's no, there's no gameplay. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. We just got to start getting back about it. doing it. Mm -hmm. And the real good thing, uh, I'll be quick, the real thing, the real good thing about it is that similar to how CIG is taking the inspiration from, you know, uh, the, those racing events and actually applying them to the game, they're definitely, I'm sure, taking ideas from the community events once they make the effort mm -hmm. um, to integrate them into, you know, um, future, potentially future um, events, such as maybe, you know, ground-based dynamic events. So, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Let's get off the Valkyrie and let's move on. 375. By the way, don't forget y'all. just left me behind. Oh, I'm sorry, Unique. I'm so, I don't know why I thought I opened with you. You I need a vacation. <laughs> I do need a vacation. You're right. Go ahead, Unique. Give us your thoughts on the Valk. All right. So it carries 20 men, right? 20, no way, 20 plus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you no way you're going to, I mean, just say that that's like two squads, mm -hmm. right? That you're going to split up and like, nobody's going to just clump together 20 people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why does it only carry one vehicle? I think they messed up on the sizing. It needs to, you know, carry a vehicle that can support two squads. You know, it would have been good if it could have supported like the Spartan, you know, at least a bigger transport. Well, yeah. a bigger, like, if you know, bigger just transport. one thing that it needed to be See, something bigger. I think, I think part of the thing is with that, hey, Nomad, thank you for that stuff. I think part of the thing is, and I could be wrong, Unique. I think that CIG still has this idea of they don't want that ship that is all self-encompassing. They want us to bring those other vehicles in the C2s. They want us to use so that we're all relying on each other to make the mission complete and not that one ship that can carry both the vehicle for 20 people, the, you know, the, 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 the transport for 20 people, blah, 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 blah. And I think that's the, the only thing to me that justifies it. Cause you're right. I think the only thing that could fit back there is like a tumbrel and some, con you know, and a couple some crates, right? You, yeah. I, I, that, that's about it. So you don't have a vehicle that can accommodate even half the people that ride on it um i mean i i could see a vehicle that rolled out and it had all the extra ammo and stuff to re mm. you know to reload mm. the 20 mm. guys mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but if you're they're showing vehicles that the guys ride in so mm. oh, i can take four you know yeah yeah everybody else just gotta walk yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a small version well, of the hammerhead but a large well, version of valkyrie but, but, yeah. but admittedly this ship is a drop zone ship though this one is it's intended because i you know i've gone into bunkers with this thing with just a couple people and the cannons are hitting us and they don't even phase the ship you know you, you it's not a problem with this particular one um so maybe that's the other thing too this one is designed to go in hot into a hot area and be able to drop your troops right there in fact they can i think in the video they even kind of show that they get dropped right in the middle of a battle uh but you know i again i think that some of the they want dependency a little bit 
when we want to do stuff so that there's a playing together scenario. And of course that makes it difficult because if you don't have enough people to do it, if there is nobody else to drive that other ship and deliver you, then you do feel kind of like you're shorthanded, you know? So it, it's kind of a catch 22, I think either way, but that's an interesting point unique that you bring up. Um, yeah. By the way, we're mentioning about the Valkyrie because we are doing a giveaway for a Valkyrie today if we reach our goal of $5,000. Once again, you guys have helped us. We already have increased our numbers, as we mentioned. Uh, we hope that you guys will be able to continue to contribute today. We're at 4422 currently. We want to reach 5000 If we reach 5000 today, we'll do a Valkyrie. If we don't do it today, we'll do it next week, we'll reach it. But it's going to be just through the month of December. There's a Valkyrie, $375 value going out to some winner if we can reach $5,000 as our goal. We could do it today. There's 100 people online right now. Mm -hmm. That's $6 a person. You got it, go. That's Six all it is. Person, it's right? Christmas season. There you go. Give a little girl a chance to live her life like we've lived ours. There you go. There you go. Girl and her kids. Yeah, because it's her as a mom and two small children. So that would be great. That would be really great. Okay, let's get past the Valk. Now, controversial ship for me. And maybe I'll get your unique. You, you're first on this one. Uh, the, when we went to the Vanguard series, the Wardens, right? One of the ships that came out was the Hoplite. You rarely hear people talk about the Hoplite. There are some people that do like this ship, mind you, but you hear way more people talking about the Harbinger, way more people talking about the Warden, way more people talking about the, what's the one, the electronic one? I forget the name of it. The Sentinel. The Sentinel. The Sentinel. Yep. But the hoplite, you don't hear much about it, particularly from this dropship side of it. Smaller complement, right? Uh, I think it's six people left. You say you own one, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, this was like the very first one, other than the Redeemer, that people were talking about was a dropship. Uh, unique, is this ship, has other stuff come past and overshadow it? Or is it still relevant? Because it is a heavy fighter. It does have long range, right? And it can't carry personnel. What do you think about it? They took a heavy fighter and again, with the modularity concept, this is one of the ships that got caught up in that mm -hmm. modularity the buck, the BUK fiasco yeah. back then. And mm -hmm. where they decided they couldn't figure out how to do it. So they started making variant ships. And so for this ship, to me, it's a bad variant. It shouldn't exist. It's kind of useless, especially since we've got the other ships. Mm. Um, this is one ship I actually don't own. Okay. 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 Calrati. Yeah, so when the hoplite came out, it was a bit, um, I was a bit confused myself because I was thinking, okay, if I recall, they they, they said that, that they designed the hey, ship for Squadron 42. I, I, if my memory serves me correctly, was released or announced either during a CitizenCon or GamesCon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was released as a flight ready, full to flight ready, no concept or anything like that. I could be wrong, but... It was something along those lines. And um, I think the Hoplite, um, I know a couple of people also um, who use it, who enjoy it over the other dropships mm -hmm. and because of its size, because of its capability. But I think it's um, one, of those one of those examples that, yes, it gets overshadowed by other dropships, but it's also an, an example of, um, how should I say this? The, there's a lot more room or a lot more activity, I think, that um, may need to be fleshed out so that we can start seeing the differences in terms of the effectiveness of these different ships of the hoplite compared compared to other drop ships. When you think about um, 
the same thing that that Yogi has been saying and and the vehicle experiences team uh, with um, with respect to balancing ships, um, the hoplite I think may have its use case or can you can definitely see the bigger difference when they start balancing and creating a larger gap between these ships and by extension uh, create outside of the community of course create bigger scenarios both environment wise for missions for NPC presence. Uh, for game design that can create that kind of difference or that kind of you know, advantage and disadvantage uh, when it comes to using the ship compared to other dropships because it's an okay variant right now but that doesn't mean that it's out of the picture just yet because there's still room for it to grow you know do you put it at the out of the list of all the you know dropships we have is it at the bottom because you really don't hear people, mm -hmm. I see people on chat saying they got this ship, they like it. Is it, uh, you know, is it is it above the Caterpillar? Because right now we, we're not too happy about the Caterpillar. You know, is it next it's to the Caterpillar? The caterpillar. <laughs> it's above the Caterpillar. I can say that confidently, it's above the Caterpillar. Mad style, oh my God, thank you for the seven subs, oh. gift subs. You guys give Mad, shout, Mad style a shout. Uh, if you've been gifted oh, a gift, thank you, Mad style. thank you, Mad style, thank you. Yeah, I would bring up. And thank you for you making know, our goal for today, Mesta. We're at our goal of 50 subs for this month. Thank you, guys. Thank but you. Feel, please, feel free to direct those funds toward the, our GoFundMe. That, we definitely would appreciate it. Oh. Yeah, so this thing is a heavy fighter frame, right? Mm -hmm. What else is a heavy fighter frame? What else? Yeah, what are the ships for heavy fighters? <laughs> Uh, the Hurricane's a heavy fighter. Would you the say, F8s, would you F8 say Lightnings. Yeah, um, I, I was saying, not a lot of ships that have walking space. So you have, like Unique said, the, the F8 Lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hurricane's a heavy fighter, right? Yeah, it does. The Glass Canyon. Right. So uh -huh. how many people fit in a heavy fighter? One exactly. or two, right? Yeah. So as soon as you make it start to become a heavy carrier, or, you know, carrying a lot of personnel and stuff and trying to make it a dropship, it's no longer a heavy fighter, so it's not good at that. And it can't carry enough things to be good at a dropship. So mm. what are you doing? Mm. Child. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that, it's an interesting point that you make there, Unique, because later on, weight will become a factor in ships. We don't have that as a big deal right now. But whether it's cargo or personnel, they will be factors in ship performance. Now, in space, that's one thing. But if you're in atmospheric flight, it could mean a, a big difference. I, you know, again... I, you know, what the motivation was behind, I understand why they made it the, the electronic thing, the, you know, the e, whatever you call it, and, you know, yeah, making the, the bomber, but I don't know. I, I've, this has always been just kind of a weird mix to me. And I know, like you said, Unique, the BUKs were in at the time when they wanted to do this stuff, the buck stuff, and that kind of went out the window. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Those of you who have hoplites, God bless you. Uh, special Ops and Rescue. Okay, uh, Papa Doc, you've got some gameplay there for it. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it as it gets panned out. Because like you said, Karate, you never know. They may end up doing something more to the ship. We want to take a station break right now, gang. Real quick, remind you that we're doing our giveaway fundraiser today uh, for Jennifer Bryant, uh, daughter of Aliciana Noir. Uh, we are at 42, 44.22. Uh, let's break that 4,500 mark, gang. If we can do that, that means we only have $500 more to go. We can do this today. We can wrap it up today. We got this, guys. Let's do it. All right. Should we tell them if we do 6,000, we're going to give away? Yes. All right. Let's if, do it. 
I don't know if we're gonna get to six thousand, y'all. They want five thousand. We would love to bless them with another thousand for the holidays and stuff. If we do that, we're gonna give away because some of you all know um, the folks over at Star Jump Station did a Soul Genesis Starliner. So we will give away a Genesis Starliner as well if we reach six thousand. All right, if we reach six thousand. But for now, we're gonna do a Valkyrie. If we reach 5,000, all right, they have already, you all, we were doing this last year. This, this, this is how long this has been running gang. We did the same thing last year and they never reached their $5,000 goal over the last year. We really want to help them reach it this year, uh, for 2022. Okay. So help us reach that $5,000 goal. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Now here's the real messed up scenario. <laughs> Our very first quote unquote dropship that we were supposed to get in the game. Controversy, controversy, controversy. Let's watch this video. Calrod, you started laughing. Does that mean that you uh, remember this ship? Now, before before we get into this, let's give some history because we, we really need to give some history to this ship, okay? <clears throat> the Aegis Redeemer, for those of you who remember, and I know Unique remembers this, Calrod remembers this, this ship was a part of a, uh, what wasn't a giveaway? What was it? It was a- um, The game show. It was, <laughs> oh my it was a contest. It was a community contest. That was called the the next great starship, and CIG. For those of you who weren't around back then, CIG did this contest where people could submit designs for different ships, and then they would the designers from CIG would pick who the winner was. And of course, the winner ended up being the Aegis Redeemer. It became the Redeemer. Okay, uh, four four horsemen of the apocalypse created it. That was the name of the guys that did it. Some of them got hired by CIG. Make a long story short, it and it was supposed to be a gunship slash uh, dropship that was what it was supposed to be and it was made and uh it came out it sat in a hangar for a long time but it had some real issues people was like it doesn't look like an aegis ship uh we can't figure out what this thing is and they sat on it for a while quite a while for several years and just recently they finally redid it there's the dropship part right there okay where you're seeing these guys come out of the back of it and they're doing a the dropship thing okay uh, later on, the ship was finally redone 
reworked by CIG. And you guys already are familiar with the Redeemer that you have now. It has moved more from dropship to gunship. And so my question is, what are your feelings about this ship in general? Uh, Cal Roddy, I'll go to you first this time around. The CIG do the right thing. Uh, people bought this ship thinking it was going to be a dropship. And I'm not saying it isn't anymore. I haven't been in this thing in a long time, so I've forgotten. Does it still have a ramp in the back? It still has a ramp in the back, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Is it functional as a dropship still, or has it moved more toward the whole gunship thing at this point to you? Uh, if I recall, um, so I would say, firstly, I think CIG did the right call in prioritizing the gun part over the dropship part. Um, can it still be used as a dropship? I would say no, particularly because the time to exit if you're sitting is so bad because if I, if I were to recall, the, the seats are um, at the top. There are two levels, mm. and it's on the upper level. And if it's being used as a dropship, you might as well just prone at the, up, <laughs> or the lower level because <laughs> there's really that many places to sit, right? Yeah. So, I mean... Everybody's so going to be squatting the, at the door when, they, when, the, when the ramp opens up, right? Because if you stand exactly. up, you can forget it, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, I think, firstly, that CIG did, made the right call because there are so many other dropships that do a much better job um that are particularly a little bit smaller if not the same size um but that's being used as a support role to support the actual dropships it will be amazing um the right size the kind of firepower it has the angles um at which it can actually hit um hit different targets i think they did the right call um in prioritizing the gun aspect okay. but being used as, as a dropship now not really okay Unique, you were around when the game show ran, and you now know what this ship looks like uh, later. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I never thought that they would actually put the <laughs> ship in the game. I mean, it was ridiculous. But since it is in the game, you know, leaning more towards guns on it mm -hmm. is great. But, uh, you know, the design of it, I mean, there are really only two types of dropships. You have a ton of guns so you can do suppressing fire and get your troops off closer, as close as possible. Mm -hmm. Or you don't need guns because the other drop is high altitude, you know, mm -hmm. dropping with parachutes and whatever, um, where you're not really getting shot at that much. Mm -hmm. There's no middle ground for it. So if you don't have the guns and you can't get them all around the ship and all on the target to suppress the fire, your troops aren't going to survive. Mm. I also, one of the things like this ship and the hoplite, they both have that, I don't know about this one now. But that narrow ramp coming out that only allows one person at a time to, in, you know, eat in and out where the Valk has the yeah. wide door, you know, a bunch of folks can get out. Uh, some people may say the Prowler is the same way, but the Prowler does have the side exits, you know, the uh, the Cutlass Steel. Multiple people can get out at one time. Like you said, Cal Roddy, the amount of time it takes to enter or exit a ship on a drop or a pickup is important. And for folks that have to stand in line to get on the ship, you know, may not be the best thing tactically, you know. At least for, you don't want to be the last man getting on, at least, I guess, if nothing else, last person, I should say, getting on. Um, yeah, I am surprised. The, I mean, the Redeemer did turn out, I think they did salvage it. And what I mean by that is they did step it up to something that is much more playable. The first version of it was an interesting idea. But as the game was being developed, I think it just kind of lost its way. But then again, the guys who created it were creating it in the early stages of development. I think it was 2014. When they did that and you know things were just all over the place back then so or 2015 2014 or 2015 
Um, yeah, I think they should have put it like built some lore around it and mm-hmm. then put it in a museum in the game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, this is the predecessor of you know the, the ultra grandfather of blah 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 ship and ages or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a concept ship and it's just in the in the thing. Or you could buy one as a a rich merchant because it's an offshoot, but it really isn't yeah. uh, put out in. Uh, quantities to go do missions and stuff like that. Cause I don't think it really fits in any of the yeah. genres of any of the manufacturers. Yeah. I think that they, the work that they did on it did give it more of an ages feel, but it's just so different. You know, it's, and I think to your point, unique, the fact that if, even if they built some lore around what we call the, uh, the hair curl or the curling irons, right. I mean, if they, there was something there to give us a little bit more substance to the believability of it, even if they just decided to name it, it was a prototype, you know what I mean? It, it didn't, they changed their minds, yeah, exactly. you know, that would have been something, but uh, you don't see any other examples of it in the verse, at least currently. So that does make it different. Thank you guys. You guys have been donating. I've seen 50, 50, 50, 50, just within the last nice. 20 minutes. Thank you guys. Sweet. You are pushing those numbers up some more. We're at 45, 52 and getting closer and closer to our mark of $5,000. So thank you guys. Thank you. We're almost at that. We may give that Valk away tonight. We'll see. I know y'all can do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We only got a few more ships to hit here. A few more vehicles, I should say. Uh, oh, another one of controversy here. Um, Aegis, we're back to them again with the Retaliator. Hmm. Interesting ship. Now, some of you all may be saying the Retaliator is a bomber in the game right now. That is absolutely correct. But those of you who are in the know, and you know what you know, you'll know that the Retaliator is supposed to be a modular ship. There are five different modules for it, but there are three different types. One of them is the bomber version. I'm sorry, there are four different types. One is the bomber version. Another one is a cargo transport version. Another one is the... No, I'm sorry. Is the cargo version there's the bomber version there is the living version has a living area in it and then there is a dropship version yes there is a dropship version and for those of you who've heard about the modularity of this ship that's what the module looks like now i don't know if you guys remember all the stuff about this ship but this thing holds i think like 10 or 12 people something like that in its back area it has huge areas for weapons and ammo that's one of the things that this ship has really in it but there was another element about this ship if i'm remembering correctly calrati or you need correct me or chat correct me and they had talked about the titan suits being in this sucker now i'm trying to remember my lord i know jade's in there maybe jade will remember but i could have swore there was something about they were talking about the titan suits with this particular module but i could be wrong i could be wrong all right so uh, Unique, I'll go to you on this one. The Retaliator dropship module. And by the way, some of you all say, I've never seen these modules. That's because they ain't came back up for sale in years, years, okay? Um, some people in chat may have them. I've got them. Um, I got them. You got them, but they- Anybody they, want them? Yeah. <laughs> they have not put these up for sale for a long time. So we'll see. They got happens. me hook, line, and sinker with the modular. I was like, wow, because yeah. you know, it was a drop ship. It was a cargo ship. Because like, wow, it's this one ship yeah. I can do everything. Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, what was that? Eight years ago? Yeah, it was about at least eight years ago, seven, eight years ago. So we're gonna talk about just the the the, the dropship portion, y'all, because we're gonna do the modularity show in a couple months. Like I told you, thanks, Jade. I see you don't remember anything about it. That's cool. I might be hallucinating. Like I said, I'm tired. I need a vacation. All right, you need give me your thoughts on uh, retaliators a dropship. Any thoughts about that speed? Uh, I'm not sure if there's a stealth dynamic to it. Mine only was well. It has a lot of firepower for cratering something with those torpedoes like mm. going into a space station my envision was you're going to drop into a space station so you would mm. sit there blow big chunks out of it create havoc mm -hmm. and you would drop out a bunch of crew with magnetic boots so they're not flying around in space mm. um that would be it but it doesn't really have any side guns and stuff like that so dropping into like a hot lz or something is crazy yeah you know yeah, it's the, um, the turrets that are on it are good for like bending stuff off, but getting into a real battle with it, I don't know. You know. Yeah, and you know when they first started, this is one of the ships that was when the game really first got it introduced to the world. Yeah. Uh, all the talk was about attacking a space station uh, that players could have their own space stations or their own asteroid, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you need this kind of bunker buster torpedoes to be available to you uh, followed up with you know the ground troops that could then take it over after you blow a hole into something yeah kimlo says something that's interesting here that might go along with what you were saying earlier uh unique he said we just need parachutes and jetpacks to open up and for a ship like this like you said flying high level coming in if folks were oh, able yeah. to exit from the rear of the ship with jetpacks or parachutes uh it's fast in and out possibility for a ship like this, the Retaliator? I, I don't know, because I see that happening more, or like what you said, something happening in space, because the Retaliator is a big ship. To put this thing on the ground is, I don't know. I don't know, Cal Roddy. Yeah, yeah, Cal Roddy, what do you think? Yeah, so when, for anyone who remembers when they changed the exit points of the Retaliator, when they were talking about the gold standard of it, when they took out, I think, one of the elevators and they added the docking module and they did all of that. And I think the top and bottom docking modules are no longer there. I actually thought about, okay, uh, with regards to this module that we're talking about and the retaliator as a dropship, mm -hmm. I kept wondering, okay, where does that fit? And then I was watching this, um, the Star Trek movie that not a lot of people like, but I like. I think it was it's the first one since Star Trek two thousand nine. I think into the dark. I think it's into the darkness mm -hmm. where Kirk and and three others they kind of dropped from. Yeah, the exit was at the bottom, mm -hmm. and I kept thinking, okay, for the dropship capability, what if the actual drop exit point was below where the persons are actually sitting, but mm -hmm. may not actually be sitting, but Similar to how the the uh, the prowler has um, players uh, who actually are strapped toward the actual seat, um, the drop ship it, um, exit point can be just below them. Right. So mm -hmm. while um, I mean I'm I'm a stickler with, with regards to you know the time to exit for a drop ship, while that exit point in the back may not actually be fast enough to exit, what if you have a door similar to how the torpedo bays mm. have bottom so you instead of having the seats on the sides the, the seats may actually be in the center similar to the prowler and you have the torpedo doors open up from the bottom mm. and you just drop and that's it 
So there is. So when I started thinking about it that way,、uh-huh. I haven't seen any ship that does that in the game yet.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to exit straight from the bottom and hey, you, you know from your seat. But that was the only way that I thought that it can be effectively used、um, as a dropship in terms of the time to exit, because just below that floor. It's nothing. So if you were to drop shoot, drop you know、um, troops directly down, that's it. You land, and that's it. Or even if you don't land and you're in space, you can just drop them off just like that, and they go do their stuff.、Mm, that's interesting.、Uh, I want to read something that、uh, Admiral Kusanagi put in, and maybe Admiral, thank you for putting that in because this is probably what I was referencing. And again, like I said, I'm getting to be an old guy here, so that might be why I missed it. <clears throat> But Admiral Kusanagi put in the description: "Get ready for the amphibious assault." Amphibious assault. The Retaliator's dropship module has seats for 12 troopers, complete with safety harnesses, two heavy weapon racks in the middle of the lift. The outer ring of the bay serves as an armory, including grenade ammunition cases, four rifle racks, two sidearm racks. And an energy recharge station for all standard power armor, and that's where I was talking about Titan suits. Whether that was referencing that or not, so maybe that's not Titan suits, y'all. All I, I just do, I do remember there was something about it. Thank you, Admiral, for that about power armor. Okay, and we'll see what that's going to be later on.、Um, I am curious. I like Unique's idea about the use for this ship.、Um, I'm just scared about laying a ship that big down on the ground. It's a big ship. Even landing it now is no small task.、Uh, it's not an in and out ship to me. Unless I know there's some good pilots out there, but it could probably land it better than I do. Oh, standard power armor. Thank you, Bluesy. So, I, and I don't know if that's our. I don't know if we're going to have power armor. I, I don't know. We、we'll、have to see what that means. That was written a long time ago, too, y'all. So, don't you know? You know how the website is. You know, some stuff may not be still legit, but we'll see.、Um, Okay. Anyway, that's the Retaliator.、Uh, for those of you who didn't know, that has a dropship module. Now you do. Alrighty. Here's one that's a popular one. Everybody seems to love Crusader. I haven't heard too many people say they do not like Crusader Calrati. And、uh, man, this was a great commercial when they put this out. This showed this showed full level, you know, of a ship that is providing personnel, equipment. Tanks, the whole nine yards, right? And I'm referring to the C, obviously not the A2, C2 and the M2 in particular. How do these land in that area right now? People are using them for cargo runs, but what about dropships? I mean, that's what this commercial showed more than anything. Even though it did show some moving some cargo stuff around. What are your thoughts on that, Calrati? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, so、um, I have been in a situation like that. I can't remember if it was the M2、uh, for Siege of Orison, because、um, I can't remember what type of ship I, th-、um, what type of Herc, or yeah, what type of ship、um, is in Siege of Orison. But with regards to the defense, when we were attacking the、um, the administrative、um, platform. Uh, that was a really, really cool、um, way of of of、um, entering that scenario because there were many of us who needed a ship, and、uh, someone said, "Okay, we have a ship here. Hop on in and just wait until I'm over the LZ, over a particular、um, building platform, and then you can just run out." And it was nice, you know. It had、um, enough defense,、uh, even when you know the AA turrets and everything was still active. 
so I can see that it it can be used in 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 that kind of sense. Um, the only thing is that you know it's its size, of course, compared to other drop ships, it puts it as at a at a huge disadvantage. Of course, if you're not being used, um, or if it's not being used in a very very hot scenario, it can still be very very effective for both land, um, sorry, for both troops and vehicles. Um, be it small, especially the small vehicles. So I can see it being used in those kinds of scenarios. Uh, just gotta think about the size, you know, mm. compared to other. Okay. Unique, this one kind of reflects back to what you were saying earlier about which ships are designed to be like right in the hot spot and those ships that have to land outside of it. Uh, when you look at this video and you see everything that's going on, you got any thoughts about this as far as it being a drop ship? Well, I think the, you know, obviously it doesn't have guns like uh, the smaller ones do, but it's shields and armor for the size of it mm. and being able to bring in everything a group would need to occupy and hold the territory. Mm. Um, my mom's from West Virginia and one of her big favorite statements to me all the time from an from the aspect of competition was the firstest with the mostest wins. <laughs> so you show up with this first and they're not ready for the, mm. you know, with adequate defenses, you bring the mostest and uh, you just lay waste to them. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, we, you know, I think CIG kind of, you know, I know players come up with what they want to do, but I think CIG, if we pay attention to their marketing and their advertising, I think that they give us plenty of clues of what they want us to be able to do in the game. Again, there's not one M2 landing here. You know what I mean? There's not one C2 landing here. There are multiple ships landing here, you know, at one time. It's a unique point. You're bringing the most is here, right? Uh, you're not just coming with three tanks and one M2. You're coming with, you know, five M2s and 15 tanks. You know, that's a whole different level of gameplay and coordination. And again, I think CIG wants us to see this is where they're going. This isn't just great slick marketing, but I think that Chris's vision of the game is that this becomes the practical thing, the real thing. Uh, people with different tasks and jobs here, they're dropping off equipment, they're dropping off medical supplies, they're dropping off personnel. Um, and so I, I agree, Unique, when you talk about these ships being durable enough to be able to go in and do something in an area, they may not have all the firepower, but they can deliver what you need. And that's gonna be the job of these. Back to your point about logistics again, right? Being able to coordinate all that stuff. Um, yeah, you, you fly in with five or 10 of these things and mm -hmm. the message is clear, I'm here to stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are very cool ships. They really are. Um, I, I, I can't, you know, again, mostly we see people using them for cargo runs and I get that that's because that's what's in the game right now. That's what makes people money. But again, I'm looking forward to seeing the community start to really start to use these and say, we're going to take over a certain area and we're going to dominate here while we're playing the game today. And that's it. You know what I mean? And that could be, you know, your particular org has set up a base at some place. And while you guys are playing for four or five hours a day, that's your home, make it your home. You know what I mean? Challenge it. Believe me, the word will get out that there's some people squatting on this land. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about beyond when we're doing freaking, um, what's the thing called? Jump Town, right? I'm talking about way beyond that. I'm talking about a common gameplay element that we start to use in the sandbox that we've got. That's what I would really love to see. Okay. Okay. The M2. We'll move past that and move into the more alien world of things here. Uh... The Prowler, Asperia, is Asperia? Yeah, Asperia. 
uh Asperia makes the uh replicas of ships and we know this is Tavarin design um interesting ship doesn't have all its mechanics built into it uh but there's a lot of the mechanics that are built into it we talked about a little bit about them about the one-way shields on them the air shields that are on this ship the entry and egress uh it has the whole avian design you know of a bird and very cool layout inside powerful size five guns on it um cool technology uh the the low riding technology that's supposed to allow this ship to fly over the ground very quickly comfortably and stealthily has not been in here yet uh but it is intended as a drop ship it's designed so that people can exit the ship with safety use its wings as protective barriers until they need to get out further uh unique i'll go to you first on this one with the with the uh Tavar and Prowler. What do you think about the Prowler? I like it. I think it's, it's close to what a, you know, futuristic possibility, especially from an alien's point of view, what a dropship would be like. Mm. Um, you know, rather than guns, it's got the the feathers that come mm. down <laughs> as a guarding the, mm. the troops. Mm. So, you know, they're using armor, mm. basically, instead of guns that will just deflect your shots and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I bought it because it had that helmet, yeah. and I figured that'd be a pretty unique thing in the game to have. <laughs> so I do have the ship, uh, and I got two of those helmets. I don't know where I got the second one, but uh, <laughs> so I haven't really used it. I've flown it. Um, the electronic screen on it's kind of cool, but mm-hmm. uh, seems a little uh, excessive on electronics that way mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i don't see how it doesn't go dead if you get emp'd or something mm, that's a concern right yeah 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 for me yeah yeah cal Roddy, you know all these different trailers we've been looking at we've seen these ships used in different scenarios we talked about the last one with the m2 it lands kind of outside of an lz zone or you know some area where people need help and assistance <clears throat> we saw the valkyrie land in hot right in the middle of one right the cutlass hot right at a bunker this one looks like it's doing a stealth operation to me Coming in nighttime, quiet, dropping his troops, you know, in, in the lay of fog and everything that's out there. And then it takes off quietly, uh, but it's called the Prowler, right? So, you know, what do you think about that in relation to this ship? Yeah, so um, like you said, Griff, uh, they definitely are showing us what their idea or what their intent for these different ships are. And uh, it was very interesting when I saw this trailer and it got me thinking that, um, while the ship can, I'm sure, can most likely be applied to the different other situations that the other dropship trailers have been shown in, um, it definitely works best or seems to work best based on CIG's intentions as a bit of a you know stealth approach. And in terms of, of its design, I think it's a really good dropship design done right. Um, you know, um, hot, um, uh, hot situation or not, the exit point or the exit time is great troops are right there um, to both exit and enter. Um, the defense when when exiting and entering um, is also there. Uh, its speed, it may not have as, or we don't know what type, what level of armor it may have compared to other dropships like the Valkyrie and such, but it does have a really good placement in terms of its internal design. It doesn't have a, a lot to go with, but when it comes to what you know, you'd envision troops to be dropped um, would need, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't have as much experience as Unique, but I would definitely say that, um, you know, that point or that point of interaction for both entry and exit and them to just, you know, equip, get in or get out, I think it's well designed. 
And if we were to go between um, the the Valkyrie and the Prowler, I would definitely go with the Prowler. Um, if we're factoring out things like the, you know, just being able to, of course, utilize a vehicle in the Prowler, because like you stated, uh, it may be something uh, that may be a bit of a more stealth approach. And even if it's not being used for just stealth, we can have the other ships come in and support there. So yeah. um, I like it. I, I definitely have the Prowler on top or very high up there. It may not be on top compared to the Valkyrie, but it's definitely high up there in, in terms of its uses as a dropship. Yeah. Well, it's, it's mm -hmm. based on the clip that we've been watching, a lot of people may or may not have seen this, but you know, stealth is one of its big shields, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So watch this thing again in the middle you'll see there's two uh ballistas on the ground in the woods mm. it flies right over it mm. they don't even see it mm. wow yeah. right it, it just just there's no shot from the ballistas and it's right above them let me throw this at you guys that's a good observation um let me throw this at you guys real quick <clears throat> we're doing a show in january february called now and later y'all know what a now and later is if y'all from the hood, oh, y'all yeah. know what a now and later is, okay? <laughs> when, I grew up, you need, you need, when I grew up, I used to think that was what they were called, now and laters. I, I never yeah. knew it was now and later. <laughs> I never knew that yeah, was the name. Yeah, now later. Now later, now, now later. Y'all want some now laters, you know? Um, but we're, yeah, we're doing a show called Now and Later, okay? And the reason why it's called that is because a lot of people, it's it nothing to get no shade toward anybody, but a lot of people, base star citizen and the ships in the game based upon what they do now and they honestly don't know what the ships are going to do later and so they will say well the ship's not worth that or it's not the value's not there let me tell you why the prowler is the most expensive of the drop ships right now because when it came out it was like it's 400 bucks right it's expensive a valkyrie's 375 steel's 225. I talked to you all earlier about the way it's supposed to be able to fly over the ground and you know move very quickly and stealthily and all this other stuff. But what I didn't know was when I first went in this ship, I thought it held 12 people, Cal Roddy, because there's six seats down each side yep. when you go in there, right? And I'm like, okay, holds 12 people. It's a little less than the Valkyrie, you know, a little less than the Steel, but that's not so bad. But it's got these two size fives on it. Okay, you know what I mean? A size five gun, no big deal, right? Not two, but a size five. Then, I walked through that sucker and realized that the avian design hides additional seats. There are yep. four more seats in the back and two more seats or three more in the front. This thing holds something like 16 or 17 people or 18 people. That doesn't include the pilot and the, co and the gunner. So this thing holds as many people almost as a Valkyrie does. It has the stealth capabilities that are gonna be built in it, plus that little hovering whatever thing that it does, right? And it's got the, the, the air shields, the protective shields to get in and out of it. So all of a sudden, and of course the alien tax. So now that extra 25 bucks over the Valkyrie, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. You know, cause at first I thought it was way overpriced. Now, yeah. for those of you who were around earlier days, y'all know that you could get it dirt cheap in the game. I think it was like a few million bucks, like 2 million bucks in the game, but they changed the price now. Okay. It costs way more in the game, but this thing is very very cool and we're going to find out more about the Tavaran technology and stuff like that which may later on justify and say wow now i know why this ship is what it is okay and i love the fact that unique observed this whole thing with the stealth capability from this trailer again cig has told us that what they put in these trailers is not just there for marketing they're trying to show us 
what it is they want to be able to do with the game. And the Prowler, I think, is definitely, again, just like I said about the Cutlass Steel, I think it's going to be worth its weight in gold when all the mechanics are built into that particular ship. Okay. All right, we're at 4772 with our fundraiser. We are on our last vehicle. So if you guys want to help us reach that 40, oh, we're at 4822. Woo, we have gone oh, up. Oh, damn. Ooh, we are almost there. We are 172, $78, $178 <laughs> short guys. of giving that Valk away today. So we've got one more vehicle we're going to do. You guys can make it happen. Y'all can make it happen this week. All right. Um, hey, I sent you a frame in Discord. I don't know if you can oh, you did? You out of that video up? clip. Yeah, I stopped framing it and captured it for you. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Ooh, that's pretty right. Cool. They're in the woods, and that thing flies right it over. Flies right over. See I, I, I saw it on the radar. That makes sense now. Why? Well, I saw it on the radar thing, and I'm like, why did they show that? And I never saw that. You have good eyes, my friend. Let's see. Let me show you guys what Unique just showed me. At least one good eye. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> this is what Unique saw. Maybe you guys saw it too. I'm, duh, I just totally didn't see it. But look at that. That's what was in the video. Yeah, and a couple frames later, you see it, the ship in the air. Yeah. yeah they show the radar of the guys on the ground. Looking right, and I saw the radar, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't get it. Wow, that's a nice clue to the capabilities of that ship. There you go. Thank you, man. That's, a, that's, that's why it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because a Valkyrie show would have shown up with his fat bottom on it. That thing would have showed up on there for real. Okay. Oh, it would have ate that missile. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and hit this last vehicle that we have here. Uh, I don't know if you guys in the audience can guess what it'll be, but we're going to show you. All right. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Nova Tank. Now, you say, Griff, why are you saying that the Nova Tank is a drop ship? Well, it's not a drop ship, it's a drop vehicle. I think it has potential to be one because any of you who all have been in a Nova or been next to a Nova, you know that a Nova is big. It is not small. And even though it holds three people, as far as operating it, there is room for some people to be inside of this thing. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think, I know it can be used in a drop vehicle situation, uh, but can you put some personnel in that thing and go in with it? Or do you just play it safe? Cause look at how much room is in that thing. There's a lot of room in there. <laughs> uh, I would I would say it has some really good defense. I remember I was um, I had a I was chasing a bounty, mm -hmm. and coincidentally it was near the stink pit. And um, I was in I was in a light fight. I think it was a, an arrow or a car to all. Mm -hmm. And there were two other colleagues of mine who were also chasing the same bounty, and we were there. This guy or girl, this person, they were in the Nova tank. That was our bounty. And you're seeing three light fighters that can zip across the star system mm -hmm. within a matter of minutes, taking about two to three minutes to kill a tank. And this guy, or this person, sorry, they're just driving from the snake pit casually back to, I think, I can't remember the outpost, while taking our hits. And we were, we were thinking, can this person die already so in terms, of, in terms of, of of its defense and its capability of being a drop vehicle and carrying people potentially in the ship i think it has some really good use cases in that because it, it also has its own capable firepower we would because we were chasing another bounty that was next to it we did not see the tank at all 
And all I heard was pop, and I respawned in my clinic. So it had some really good firepower. And I think for the size, especially when you couple it with a ship like the Liberator, um, that has a really good form factor, uh, I think it can definitely be used as a drop vehicle, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to supporting other vehicles uh, that can house more players and more troops like um, like the Spartans. So it can definitely be very effective as as a convoy ship, especially, I think. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do something real rude right now, y'all. Y'all bear with uh -oh. me. We are there. We are there. We are there. You all have delivered, as they would say. And oh, to show you the official numbers here, boom, we have hit it. There it is. Way to go. Thank Way you, to everyone. Go game. Thank you. $5,087. You all Restored are my faith amazing. In <laughs> you all are amazing. You guys did it tonight. Thank you guys so much. Oh man, you guys you can keep true. going if you want to, and we'll do a Genesis. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll drop. Maybe we'll drop. We still have other, another week. Too. We have another week. You guys, another week. It. If you can get it, we're gonna drop another ship. That's right. We will do a Genesis Starliner next week. If you guys hit up, help us, just spread the word. That's all. If you've contributed, hey, you've done your part. Uh, but let people know. We really, 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 we're gonna make a great holiday for this family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys have hit the mark. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep pushing for this for them so they have an even better holiday. Because as I said, $5,000 was a goal for last year. You guys, over the last two weeks, have raised approximately $1,300, $1,400 just within two weeks. That is amazing. So thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Unique, let me go. Nothing better than the gift of life. Absolutely. Let's go to you, Unique, on this Nova. Uh, give us your thoughts about the Nova tank, you know, as a drop, four drops or to help bring personnel in. Um, it's a tank. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure, like, why would a light fighter even try to go after a tank, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, the U.S. has you to deploy warthogs. <laughs> they don't send F-18s and bull. They send warthogs with duplicate depleted uranium rounds okay <laughs> special rounds to melt through those things mm. otherwise you just don't mess with them mm. so yeah i love it mm. okay okay yeah, i don't know how many personnel they can bring in but i mean they can support personnel coming in quite a bit yeah absolutely absolutely uh yeah i, I, the nova, I have one you got, got one, one. okay <laughs> yeah you know the uh the nova tank is an interesting piece of equipment it's much bigger than most people thought it would be um, and I've, I've watched some very cool tank battles with this thing. Again, until we get armor in place, it's going to be really interesting. This ship does, um, this vehicle does have some weapon modularity to it. They've talked about putting in, excuse me, all types of other guns at the top of it. The main gun will not change, but that other one will change into some EMP launchers and some other stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. But I do believe that you could use this thing to drop off folk unexpectedly. You know, um, if that tank rolls up to a certain place, that back door drops and five troops roll out of the back of it and then it keeps going just to deliver some people safely for whatever the reason, especially if it's something stealth or espionage related, I think it could be used for that. Not expected, you gotta sit down, ain't no jump seats in it, 
right, Cal Roddy, or else you're going to bang your head up against the wall. Exactly. But you, you got to on your belly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if someone's imaginative enough, they could put this to good use, even in a dropship scenario. So it'll be something interesting. Yeah, Warhammer 40K style. There you go, Lefty. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, that's it on our vehicles. Um, real quick, thank you guys again for helping us reach our goal. We are at 5,000, let me make sure I'm checking the final number for tonight, $5,087, which is what's on the screen. And uh, you guys did that. You guys got us there today and we cannot say thank you more than enough. That's what I got to say about that. Is that our last vehicle? It is, that's our last vehicle for today. Um, let's go back just for a quick second uh, and, and remind you guys of, of what's gonna be coming up over the next couple of weeks or the next week at least. Next week is gonna be our last show for the year. And as I mentioned earlier, we will still be doing this GoFundMe. Even though we reached the $5,000 goal, we will still do it to raise a little bit more money for them because 5,000 was, was a year ago. We wanna see if we can send another thousand. We really wanna encourage you to tell people to join us next week for our end of year show. <clears throat> when we do our end of year show, for those of you who've been before, every year during this season of Luminalia, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever else is going on, we do our final show, which is called Holiday Wishes. And I wanna talk about that a little bit, but before we get there, uh, thank you guys for helping us reach our December subscriber goal of 51. Uh, obviously those monies that we bring in, we help use those to buy these ships. So that's how we're able to do the giveaways that we're gonna do, because these are pretty big giveaways that we're doing this time around. Uh, I got to bring my partners in again because I like. A, I was about to say, unique. The, where are we? The old man, like I said, the old man zoned out again. So I'm gonna bring you guys in. Give me one second here. Bring Cal Roddy in. Let's bring him in. Thank God, this only takes a couple of seconds to do. <laughs> Let's bring in unique. <laughs> See, Griffin's busy with his other job. Oh, he takes his glasses yeah, off. Know, he becomes, he becomes, he becomes Degrees Tyson is that what and has to go talk, do his Star Talk show. Oh, God. You know? I wish that was the case. Um, but um, let's talk about our shows coming up. Um, uh, Soul Talk is our, I'm going to make this real quick because I'm losing my voice a little bit here. Well, Cal Roddy, you introduce Soul Talk and then Unique, you can introduce voices. How's that? Okay. Sure. So, Soul Talk, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where we, as a community, as a group of lovely people, come together, watch, and talk about all things Star Citizen, whether it's last week's STL, this week's Inside Star Citizen, all the community events, all the Star Citizen CIG events, talk about a whole bunch of different things, machinima, you name it. So, if you want to jump in and join and talk about and share your opinions, you can join our soul talk mm -hmm. that's hosted by fast cart you guys can definitely join in on that conversation yeah. it's a nice round table good way to come in and just share that's your thoughts awesome. yeah we're always happy to have folks come in okay and uh unique go ahead were you going to say something about voices okay that's saturday at 3 p.m eastern time whenever that is on your watches <laughs> and uh it's called soul voices and i don't have a clue what we talk about on show because <laughs> i've never been on it that's true that's always a different time for you uh so no, you did once. You did Soul Voices one time. Yeah. Soul, yeah, Soul Voices is our show where you guys get to come in and talk one-on-one -on -one with us versus Thursday oh, yeah, Roundtable, right? And yeah, you talk we bring about Reddit, the Reddit viewers Spectrum. in and talk about Inspectrum and stuff like Y'all get to talk with your voice to us mm -hmm. and I get to respond directly to you. So that's right. come by. I'll try to be on that show again. He doesn't bite, by the way. He doesn't bite. So you guys can come. That's nah, all in humor. Yeah, he's a, he's a big teddy bear when it comes down to that. 
Uh, I did say there was one other thing I was going to show, and I forgot to do it. I meant to do it before we left the screen here. And I want to give a shout out to some folks. I want to give a shout out to New Soul. You guys know them, uh, Pista Face and Pops in Space. Uh, they were the first people to send me this picture here. There they are. Those are the Soul Citizen mugs that you see. And uh, I think Pops went for, I mean, uh, Fist went for the Green Night Gals, um, what is it called? Uh, Cave Spiders. Nope. Went for that one. And Pops went for his Banu Merchant Bond Cup. So that's uh, Fast Cards quote. So uh, they sent that photo uh, to me this week, letting me know that they did get their uh, their mugs and they're pretty happy with them. And we do want to encourage you guys again uh, to check those out. Okay, don't forget, we're doing those mugs as a part of our fundraiser as well. Okay, there they are right there. The barcode on the left is to take you to the mugs. The barcode on the right takes you to the GoFundMe page and you can learn more about uh, why we're doing this charity fundraiser. But if you want one of those mugs, uh, the stylish mugs to uh, say that you love peace, love, and soul for the people at Soul Citizens, you guys can check that out. And uh, we really, 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 really would appreciate you coming there. All right. Um, yeah, upvote the mug that says the firstest with the mostest. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and we've already had oh, some revenue oh. coming in for that. I got to go back and check because I know people were already buying mugs this week. So thank you guys for that. Uh, again, finally, next week, our holiday show, uh, Holiday Wishes. Uh, that's where we come on and talk about, you know, this year. But even more, we talk about what we're wishing for for next year, what we would like to see, what we want to see happen. It's kind of like our love letter, holiday love letter to the folks at CIG and also to you, the community, what interests us uh, as backers as well, the things that we would like to see to make the game even better. I know somebody in there is going to say 4.0. I know that's going to be one of the things robots. that people are wishing for. Robots. You're going to wish for, <laughs> for robots. We'll have to talk about that and see whether or not uh, our one R2 D2 fixing my shit. wants that to happen. Oh, okay. You want him to fix your ship. Okay. Oh, my God. Somebody just gave us something. Who was that? Oh, Jake Raven. Oh, Jake, thank you. Thank you for that sub. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Hey, thanks. Whammer says thank you. Whammer says thank you. Okay. So I think we are there. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see who we've got here tonight. Fast Cart, I see who you've got, but I'm trying to find somebody who is a little bit more new uh to do something for tonight it's christmas shocking all somebody shocking all somebody we've been kind of freaking people out recently i know right um yeah if somebody else calls calls uh go map what's that name they call go map uh they call them goomba goomba <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goomba and fast carl every time we send people out to somebody the names just get like totally slaughtered uh davy j okay day okay all right fast card i'm going to trust you on this one uh or that's d dark knight sending me that one okay dark knight has three people but hasn't been vetted oh okay well oh, oh. all right y'all y'all can beat up dark knight if this is a crummy sin that's all i'm going to say to <laughs> y'all hang out for like five minutes on the new channel spread some christmas cheer yeah let's see we don't know i'm trying to see if there's somebody else's name i've seen here before i don't know does he have a a, a camera up dark knight because i don't see him with a camera i want to make sure it's somebody who has a camera yes it was uh oh admiral oh admiral sent that i'm sorry dark knight it wasn't you okay all right 
All right, so if Admiral says he's okay, then I'm gonna go. That means Admiral usually vets people, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with that Griff. Uh, I think he just. I think he just bounced offline. Oh, he bounced off. Okay. Oh, we good. I'm glad we caught that. Yeah, we've been sending y'all to people right when they. <laughs> Logging out recently. <laughs> We're trying not to do that anymore. We want to send you to somebody who's on. Um, let's see. I, I know this is so weird. Usually we don't have a problem finding somebody. Maybe I'll go ahead and go with Fast Cart's original guest. We'll go ahead and send folks over to uh, uh, Ariana. You know what? Let's do, you know what? We haven't done Red Lear in a while. Let's do Red Lear. Okay. All right. Incoming Red Lear. Yeah, Red Lear. We're going to see Red Lear. You guys. Hang on to your butts. Yeah, make sure you guys send Red Lear some love. Red Lear's a very cool, long time backer star citizen. You guys send some love when you get over there. Special thanks to my buddies, Cal Roddy and Unique, for being here tonight, sharing their brand of intelligence and good sharing for you guys in the community. Thank you all again for all the subs. Thank you again for helping us reach that goal. Don't forget to spread the word about next week because that'll be our last show for the 2023 year. And I won't be here, but everybody else will be here. It'll be a great show. As always, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Peace, love, and soul. I'm going to see you guys real soon. Take care. Peace. Take care, all. Oh, time to say goodbye to the car. We got to give it away to somebody. Wait, today? Well, I mean, that's the whole point of the show. We're giving away.